You're listening to a Count Out Podcast. Hold one, arm drag. Just tell me, bye Welcome back to yet another episode of Hit the Books, a weekly realistic fantasy booking podcast hosted by me. I am Ryan Knightsey, and I am joined by always uh, by my co-host, my friend, my pal, the radio kid, the commentator of a thousand comments, the man, the, the meatball, the meat sauce, the meat on top, the, the man, Freddy. That was your second chance thing of a good nickname, but it was still rough. You're, you're saying that as if this is the second time we're recording this intro. And I don't know what you're talking about, man. This is the first time. You're, you're, I don't know what you're talking about. You know, get off my back. <laughs> oh, man. Oh, geez. Well, yeah, we are recording this a second time. That's fine. That doesn't matter. The audience doesn't know that. So who... who do, get off my back, audience. Get off my back, Todd. You fucking... I uh, dropped in the F-bomb too early. Mikey, how are you doing? Get me out of this. You know, man, I'm doing fantastic. Uh, I have been watching a ton of wrestling this week, uh, and I'm I'm stoked to 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 book some to book some SmackDown. Even though it's the yeah, well, the the C show now. The C show, I would say it's. I don't know what it is. I don't know what's happening in WWE. Honestly, there with the whole like ratings all over the place and. And Fox and USA and season ones and what uh, there's seasons now I don't know. <laughs> and NXT did season one la- was was season one all of WWE before this? I don't know. <laughs> I honestly don't know. There's not something that has ever been said or established. I believe ever <laughs> before. I know there's eras. I don't think seasons are a thing. Well, besides fall, um, everyone's favorite season. Mikey, what's your favorite season? Fall. And why is it fall? Yeah, it's got to be fall. Fall is just so good. The weather isn't too hot. It's not too cold. It's not the nice briskness. You can go apple picking. You can go pumpkin picking. Apple cider all day, every day. Do you, you think get... as a wrestling podcast, I should have asked you what wrestling, like, what was your favorite wrestling match you watched recently? But instead, I asked you what your favorite season was. No, <laughs> that's fine. <laughs> that was so honest and genuine. I loved it. <laughs> Mikey, what's your favorite seasoning? My favorite seasoning? Yes. And why is it salt? I mean, salt is good because it just gets, it just goes on everything. Uh, I like a freshly cracked black pepper. Always good. Um, if if wrestlers were seasoning, Salt would definitely be like John Cena, right? Yeah, because he's just good everywhere. Or it would be Seth Rollins because he's always salty. Fucking burn it down, my boy. <laughs> Get dunked on, Seth. 
Your fiance's better. Ooh. God, like a, me and JR have the same mind, apparently. Um, I guess Paige as well. I'll throw on Paige that. But yeah, uh, yeah. So Mikey, like you said, we're here booking some some SmackDowns. Um, uh, fancy booking some SmackDown Live. It's uh, if you're new to the program, this of course is a re- weekly realistic fancy booking. What does that mean? You know, picture of it kind of like WWE Universe on video games. Picture it kind of like GM mode, where you know we're booking all the storylines, we're booking all the matches, the rivalries, we're writing all the promos and whatnot. Um, but, uh, you know, we got realistic things like contracts, like trades, like, uh, like, uh, like injuries, um, can take people off a roster at a moment's notice. Here's looking at you, Finn Balor. Um, anything that makes it as realistic as possible. Um, so maybe a new thing we have to add to a randomizer, our flight delays. Um, uh, we're, uh, uh. Princes and kings in different countries delay our flights. Our, our roster being held hostage. Yeah, uh, allegedly, allegedly, we have to say, um, for fear of fear. Um, but yes, 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 yes. Um, we so we try to keep our show as realistic as possible. So uh, this is that show. So Mikey, we got a full card booked for you, listeners at home. Yes, we to do. To read out, to go over, to go through. And I'm excited. We're, we've been building... So there's a couple things we learned, right? Is that we've been building to Survivor Series. You know, we've got the teams Raw and SmackDown. We have the champions feuding. But uh, apparently, uh, you know who we now have at our disposal, Mikey? Who's that? That is uh, the entire roster of NXT. Incredible. Survivor Series is officially a three-brand pay-per-view. We're Survivor Series getting in the fray. We have some matches of uh, in real life of Becky Lynch, Bailey, and Shayna Baszler all battling each other. We've got the revival, the undisputed era, and the War Raiders all facing each other. Which realistically, now that I'm thinking about it, Mikey could be the same in our universe as well. Um, yeah. Uh, but yeah, so we've got uh, we got things to do. So I guess because of that, we now have to uh, include some NXTers into this build. Uh, we don't know what's happening in the actual proper Survivor Series matches, obviously. We don't know if it's a WWE versus NXT, if it's going to be like a three-way, five-on-five-on-five, five five, um, maybe a three-on-three-on... Three on, I don't know what the fuck is going to happen. But uh, we know, at the very least, some champions are being added into these champion matches to make it triple threats. So we have to decide who the champions of NXT are, Mikey. Yeah, we do. So I got a randomizer all prepped. With a giant list of names in each category, Mike and I went through it beforehand. Uh, mm-hmm. It's going to be weird, right? Because there's a lot of people that are on here that have that have been on the main roster, uh, I guess Raw or SmackDown, not at all yet, who are, have been on NXT for a while. Mm-hmm. Uh, who they could be NXT champions. So, Mikey, I guess if you could please give me a drum roll, uh, let's get to it. Let's figure out who the NXT champions are. Okay, okay, I got it here, Mikey. It's fresh got? off the presses. It's fresh off the presses. We fresh. have. Is it hot off the presses? Do we have to wait for it to cool off first? Oh, that's right. Let's let me blow on it. <laughs> let me just hold on. Fresh off the presses, uh, we have. It's still kind of warm, but I think it's doable. <laughs> I think it's doable with the climate that we're in. Um, we have as follows 
One second. <coughs> the tea is not helping. <coughs> Sorry. Oh, my God. Okay. We have as follows, Mikey. Your NXT champion is Alistair Black. Damn. Damn, son. Alistair Black still in NXT? Yeah, that's right, dog. That's our universe for you. That's our universe. We have as North American champion Tommaso Ciampa. Okay, okay. I don't know what storyline that is where he's like diverging from Goldie to get something else, but that's fine. Here we are. That's not that's not my problem to figure out. That's NXT's. Yep. They wrote it. Um your women's champion. Mikey, you're gonna be happy about this one. Your women's champion is Candice LeRae. Nice. And your tag team champions are moving over, coming out of U- out of the UK. And moving down south into Orlando, Florida, is the Mustache Mountain. They have peaked. They have, they have peaked. Um, okay, there it is. So, Mustache Mountain are your NXT champions: Candice LeRae, Tommaso Ciampa, and Alistair Black. Awesome, some good champions uh, right there. Very good champions, which means for us that. Um, we know officially, of course, that there are some matches already have been changed immediately, and that is the tag team championships um, that is now turned into a triple threat match mm-hmm. uh, with the undisputed era taking on the pure, taking on Mustache Mountain. Yep. Which honestly, pretty good. Um, that's, that's honestly pretty good. I like that match. Very, very good match. That's gonna be a barn burner. And, of course, in the women's division, we have a triple threat women's title champion place. Uh, and that is Becky Lynch versus Shayna Baszler versus Candice LeRae. Mm-hmm. Holy crap. Honestly, oof. A couple of barn burners here. A couple of god darn barn burners. And we, we can't make it official because we don't know what actual WWE is doing. Well, I guess already WWE is not doing this now that I think about it. Mm-hmm. Because um, uh, Brock, uh, Brock Lenzer is defending his title against Rey Mysterio at Survivor Series. So that means that uh, we don't need to be doing uh, Randy Orton versus Kofi Kingston. Well, can I, the build can I just say that's ridiculous? <laughs> what, what do you mean? I wanted The Fiend versus Brock versus Adam Cole. <laughs> you wanted that meme to live out truth. It's just so funny. It's like two gigantic dudes with Adam Cole in the middle. Two, two, two gigantic, like, behemoths of, like, monsters and, like, just... And Adam Cole's just like, yeah! Let's do it! I'm just... Adam Cole, baby! <laughs> Um, I mean, thinking about it, you know, we already have Randy Orton versus Kofi Kingston being built. So, in a, in a weird way, we can just throw in Aleister Black right away if we wanted to. Yeah. You no, know, we're already out of it. Do should we? Do we want to do that? Yeah, I think. I mean, 
don't. I mean, I think we have a, uh, a segment for that, don't we? I guess we do, Mikey. I guess we do. Um, and let's. Oh wait, oh, man, that would, would that be the perfect perfect segue? Whew, would that be the perfect segue? I guess. Would it be? The, oh, ooh, do we segue into it right now? Because we still have to talk about the mid card titles, Samoa Joe, AJ Styles, and. Tommaso Ciampa, but I think that's okay, implied. So maybe we'll just go. No, maybe we'll go straight into it, Mikey. Let's let's talk about that opening segment. All right, let's get op- to the booking. Yeah, let's do it. All right, that opening segment is going to be the new day. Open up SmackDown, and Kofi talks about his history with Randy Orton and their match coming up, and how eleven it's been eleven years building. Um, blah blah blah, all that stuff. However, it's not been eleven years. I think it's been like seven, eight. How, however like long, however long the last rivalry with uh, Orton was. Yeah, I don't remember. Um, it's twenty twelve. And then our NXT champion, Alistair Black, blindsides Kofi with a black mass. Out of nowhere. Out of nowhere. Is Alistair Black a heel in NXT? Are we are we gonna say that? Are we gonna pitch that idea? I mean, I don't mind it. <laughs> I probably agree. I think it's very good. I think, I, I think like you know what the faction of NXT should be. What? It should be. This is the four-man faction. Here we go. War Raiders, Alistair Black, Damian Priest. The long-haired beard guys. The 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 weird spooky dudes. <laughs> weird spooky dudes. We just the spooky a the spooky there. perverts. Wait. Oh oh god oh no. This this the the. The the boy the the boys to men, damn it. <laughs> the boys to men. Yes. So NXT champion Alistair Black comes out of nowhere. The Black Viking experience black mass out of nowhere on Kofi Kingston. Uh, his day of of infamy is over, or whatever the crap. I don't know if he does. He doesn't say anything, does he? He's just gonna be like popping out of nowhere and hitting you with a fucking knee kick to the butt. I mean, kick to the face, butt. Yeah. I think that's that's he he comes out of nowhere. Kofi's talking. He shows up and just hits him in the head. Gets gets him with a nice big kick to the face. A nice big black mass. I like it. I like it. Kofi Kofi has the odds stacked against him. Certainly. Yes, he does. Uh, well, let's get to the next matchup, Mikey. And I feel like you should be uh, you should say this one as well. Go go for talk about this one as well. So the next matchup we got is Keith Lee versus Cesaro in a Survivor Series qualifying match. Again, don't know what Survivor Series is going to be doing for us. You know, don't know if it's how NXT is involved, but we're going to continue on that path. Yeah, we've already started the build, so we're not giving up We'll get there if it happens. Definitely. Shit happens, it happens. Okay, Mikey, what happens? Well, we got to decide who wins, don't we? Yeah, this is a big decision for me. This is hard. Keith Lee versus Cesaro. Big old boys. Honestly, this is this is like Dominic Dijakovic. Dominic Dijakovic. 
Thank you. Uh, it's got him written all over it for me. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know, uh, versus Keith Lee, that sort of feud. I feel like Cesaro is a good person to replace Dominic. Um. Also, can we talk about how like it's a ridiculous name, but like as soon as he gets up to like Raw or SmackDown, his name's just gonna change to like Dijakovic. Or just Dominic. Dom. Dom. Do- it's going to be Dominic, and then Dijakovic is going to reveal himself to be Rey Mysterio's lost son. And we're never going to see the actual Dude, Dominic uh, again. Feast your eyes. Hey. I feel like that was the perfect joke, but I feel like Mikey didn't hear it. I left. Excuse you. Mm-hmm. Anyways, Keith Lee versus Cesaro. <laughs> Swiss Superman versus the limitless Keith Lee. Um, poof. what should we do here, Mikey? What are your thoughts and feelings on this immediately? Um, my thoughts on this immediately are that it is a hard choice to make, but, uh, man, I don't know. I don't want to keep making Cesaro lose because I just, st- I'm starting to feel bad, but also I don't know if I want Keith Lee to not be in this bad. I don't know. This is rough. Yeah, it's a tough one. It it would be the perfect showcase probably for Keith Lee to be in this Survivor Series team. But Cesaro, but like at, yeah, but like at some points, all of these losses for Cesaro is just gonna be rough for him, right? Oh yeah, oh yeah yeah yeah. It's uh, all right. Let's let, let's look at. Let me see if I can find it. Let's see what their individual because Keith Lee hasn't been on a roster too long. Yeah, um, Cesaro is twelve and fifteen. Okay, um, not great, but it's okay. I mean, twelve and fifteen uh, isn't awful. No, Keith Lee is two and four. How is he two and four already? Um. Well, he. Um, How did Keith Lee have six couple, matches already? He he had a couple twenty four seven title runs. Oh yeah. But he has been defeated by both. When he since he's come to SmackDown, he's been defeated by both Finn Balor and Velveteen Dream. Yikes! Uh, he has yet to win a match officially on SmackDown as a SmackDown wrestler. So we have so two. That. So we have two people who kind of need a win here. Oh yeah, oh yeah, and the, and sort of I. It's it's a whole thing. Cesaro has been on like a downward spiral for like a while now. I'd probably say he Cesaro and Sheamus. Remember back in the day, back a year ago, Cesaro and Sheamus were like the top tag team in the world. Yeah, in our universe especially, you know, they were like on the top. And Cesaro, since Sheamus leaving, everything Cesaro's sort of been like we haven't done anything with him. He's been like spiraling into like nowhere territory almost. Yeah. Now Keith Lee, um, you know, yeah, like you said, hasn't been like doing much. He's been he lost to, to Balor for trying to protect Velveteen Dream to a certain extent, so he does. But then he has a match with Balor that he loses. Uh, then uh, he eventually loses to Velveteen Dream as well. Um, in a keep in mind in a future stars qualifier last week keith lee lost to velveteen dream a future stars qualifier 
so there's that as well. Um, but Cesaro, who knows? Who knows? What I mean, do you have any thoughts? Do you have any thoughts here? based Here's on my... all that talk? I guess. Here's my pitch. I think, I think Cesaro takes it home because with Keith Lee, we have time to rebuild him. But with Cesaro, he's been around for so long already that more losses is going to hurt him way more. I feel like yeah, I can see that argument. As um, much as I would like it to be Keith Lee, I think you're sort of right. And also, we can't really do like the Ali situation where he loses his quali- future stars qualifier match and then wins his Survivor Series match. Yeah, we shouldn't do that again. So I can see that. I, I think you're right. Cesaro is a, is a is a guy that he needs to be built up a little bit more. A loss, a win over Keith Lee is impressive for Cesaro. Um, Definitely. Keith Lee is not a bad thing. Maybe that turns into its own feud, spiral out into its own feud sort of situation. Mm-hmm. Um, but I, I can agree with that. I think Cesaro deserves a victory. He deserves to be on the Survivor Series team. All right, let's make it happen. Okay, let's. it's happened. Cesaro joining Survivor Series along with... Kevin Owens, Daniel Bryan, and Ali, we now have Cesaro. Alright, there we go. My mistake, Cesaro. (laughs) Cesaro. But who's joining on the Raw side, Mikey? I don't know. Let's hit that randomizer. Let's find out who on Raw is going to be joining Team Raw to take on that team of SmackDown. Oh boy. Oh, boy. Oh, boy. Well, then. Very interesting. (laughs) I don't know if that's a good or a bad thing. Well, already on Team Raw, we have Bobby Lashley, Ricochet, and Shelton Benjamin. Uh, Mm -hmm. Joining them them on Team Raw is none other than The Fiend. Whoa. Oh God! <laughs> oh jeez! <laughs> this match just got dark. This match just got insane all of a sudden. It's like, oh, oh my God! <laughs> oh my God! Jeez! This match just got tinted in red. Yeah, it did. I oh hate my that. God! I, I don't even know how that ma- like the dynamic of the entire match has shifted greatly. Yeah, it has. It's just the whole tone of the match is different now. Yeah. I, I don't even know if, like, he would work well with the Raw team. Like, I don't even know, like, oh, boy, that's a lot. That's yeah. A, that's a game changer. That's an honest game changer right there. What an addition well, to the Raw side. Let's keep moving on. Next up, we got a backstage Seggy. Um, Elias is being interviewed backstage about what he did last week. As a reminder, last week he uh, attacked... Aiden English hit a guitar over English's head as English is begging for a rematch against the revival against the pure. And Elias said that he was out of the band and then left. So here we are. Elias is being interviewed backstage. He says that English was the worst member of the band and had terrible ideas. Now he thinks he can bring in some lady to teach Elias music. Who does he think he is? I will not be Yoko Ono. I am Elias and I'm going solo. That didn't. I did not mean for that to rhyme, but it happened to do so. That's how good of an artist Elias is. 
I will not be Yoko Ono. I am going solo. English then surprise hits Elias in the back with the guitar, and you know, like yells at him, like, "Ah, oh, screw you, man! I'm the I'm the real band. You know, I'm the I, I don't need you. I'm the one who made all the music. Yeah, I'm the one with the beautiful voice. You know, I'm the one that can sing and and dance and entertain and I don't know some 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 of the crap that English is saying. Yeah, but yeah, backstage. Mikey, thoughts thoughts on that? What? What a what a segment. Do you did we talk about what it's building to yet on the exact show? Did we say what we're doing for that last week? Uh, I yes, I did. I think I did because I I think we did because I guessed it. Yeah, uh, and if we haven't said it, I'm gonna reveal it now because now is the time to do it. In the Survivor Series pay-per-view card on the pre-show, it will be English versus Elias in a guitar on a pole match. First person to climb the top rope, grab the guitar off the pole, and hit their opponent with it will win the match. Incredible. Mm-hmm. In Ryan, we finally did. We finally did it. That's right, Mikey. We're doing a, a something on a pole match. We finally did like, an X on a pole match. Like the booking gods we are. We did it on a pole match. And honestly, I'll say, maybe logically makes sense. Recording contract on a pole match. I don't want to like. I don't want to like toot my own horn here, Mikey, because obviously I'm the purveyor of the tag team division here. Mm-hmm. But like, but like, so I wanted to like, you know, mix up maybe break up English and Elias here. And I, I did the attack, guitar attack, and then I did the second guitar attack. And I was like, oh, man, maybe the match should be a guitar and a pole match. And I was joking about it. And it's one of those things, you know, you know, like some of those things when it's like you're like coming up with an answer to a solution and you sort of like jokingly give a terrible answer. And, and then, then you, you sort of think about it and think about it. And you're like, hold on. That's actually maybe the answer. It was one of those situations. I'll yeah, say. yeah. Uh, it's the only thing that feels right. Guitar on a pole. <laughs> Absolutely incredible. I hope you're happy. I hope you're happy, God. We finally did it. Let's keep moving on. Let's keep let's keep moving and grooving down that card, Mikey. What's up next? Next up, we have Asuka versus Billy Kay in a women's qualifying match. Ooh, Billy Kay without. Her Peyton Royce by her side, Asuka without is Asuka out there with Ember Moon? I would imagine. Okay. I imagine the same would have happened with the Ember Moon match yeah. two weeks ago. Okay. Who's gonna win this one match, Mikey? You're the purveyor of the women's division. You get to build that team. So So I think Asuka's winning here. To get the threat of the uh, Empresses of the Night on Team SmackDown. Okay, I like I like that, and that's exactly what happened. With Oscar winning this match, we have the Empresses of the Night, an amazing tag team, um, on the women's Survivor Series team. I like it. I I I one hundred percent agree with that. Which makes it now the Team SmackDown is Ember Moon, Oscar, Sasha Banks, and Naomi. 
Yeah. Holy crap. Again, want to continue the trend. What a diverse team. What an amazingly great team, honestly. Yeah. It's pretty good. I'm liking it. But let's find out, Mikey, who's joining Team Raw. Team Raw in the wins division. Who's going to be joining that team? Mikey, are you ready? I am ready. Okay. Joining Team Raw is... Sonia Deville. Nice. Sonia Deville joining Team Raw. Will we see Mandy Roy's Mandy Roy's Mandy Rose Mandy Roy see Mandy Roy Will we see Mandy join her? <laughs> Who knows? Find out next week. <laughs> Tune in next week to find out. To this episode of Dragon Ball Z. Uh, so that means Team SmackDown is Ember Moon, Asuka, Sasha Banks, and Naomi, with one other person, which we'll find out next week, taking on Dana Brooke, Tamina, mm-hmm. Charlotte Flair, and Sonya Deville. Very interesting. Very interesting team. What a what team. A team. What a beautiful team that SmackDown has built. What a beautiful team on both men's and women's sides. It's a yep. chef. We have, we have some good some good teams for chef, sure. Chef's kiss. To that and next week definitely interesting i'm interested to see what mikey decides in this matchup next week yeah uh that's a teaser for next week maybe um okay let's get to it next up we got a backstage interview with the oc you know they're talking about you know defeating lucha house party they're talking about how uh aj styles is gonna have to face off against um you know your boy uh, Samoa Joe for the Intercontinental well not for the Intercontinental Championship but as a champion versus champions match and who cares throw in some, mm-hmm. some NXT low life into the mix he doesn't care and what NXT low life comes out maybe, maybe not a great transition none other than the North American champion Tommaso Ciampa I mean at one point everyone did, did think That's so maybe fair Tommaso Ciampa comes up he's respecting no, not respecting himself but well I guess in a way he is he, Tommaso Ciampa comes out Cut, cut, print, cut, edit around that. Tommaso Ciampa comes out, and he's defending himself and his brand, NXT, saying, here, you know, they're the main roster now, and uh, they're not lowlifes. They are as good, if not better, you know, if not definitely better than AJ Styles and the rest of the OC. He doesn't care about what they think. He only cares about NXT, the, the brand that he puts on his back, since he is the best sports entertainer in the world Tommaso Ciampa mm-hmm. um, they probably will they do they brawl Mikey it feels like they would I mean I don't see why they would fair enough they, they brawl Tommaso Ciampa yeah he who comes out on top probably the OC the numbers game is definitely not in Ciampa's favor no the OC come out on top but we get uh, Tommaso Ciampa now being involved more build to that three-way Samoa Joe, AJ Styles, and Tommaso Ciampa, which honestly, holy crap, that's wild. All three of the all of our matches so far, honestly, killer. Gotta say, the Survivor Series is buck wild. Um, let's move on, Mikey. Let's talk. Give me talk about next week. Talk about uh, not next week. Talk about the next match. All right, next up. We have Eric Young versus Akira Tozawa in the Future Stars Qualifier. That's right. Eric Young, 
Kira Tozawa, two guys that have, you know, been with WWE for less than five years, never had the opportunity to face the challenge for the WWE single, never like a singles title in general. Um, Eric Young being a veteran of the business, but not a veteran in WWE. Akira Tozawa, also you could say a veteran in the business um, to a certain extent, a younger, early days of veteranhood. Um, Eric Young, of course, being a former SmackDown Live tag team champion, but uh, with the rest of Sanity Mm -hmm. gone, it's just Eric Young. So, Mikey, who's our pick to win and to move on for that WWE opportunity in the Future Stars qualifier? Ooh, I don't know. This is a big. This is a tough one. Ooh, why? Why is it so? I don't know. Cause I just, I just don't I'll, like both of these guys. I feel like need need a jump start, and it's just tough to decide who gets it. You know. I feel like most. The reason I asked that, Mikey, is I feel like most people would write off Eric Young here, right? Mm-hmm. Yet you believe that this is a tough one because you sort of want to give Eric Young a put, uh, maybe not a push per se, but at least a win. Um. What? I just want everyone to have a chance. <laughs> I just want everybody to have a good time. That's fair. Um, but I just I just want to make I want everyone to be a threat in our division. You know, I don't I hate the idea of a jobber. Well, I don't hate it, but like I feel like it sucks to have that person who you know every time they show up on screen is gonna lose. Mm-hmm. And I don't want that for either of these people mm-hmm. that's a fair so I, it's I hard that sentiment i totally 100 percent agree with you it, it's it's tough because like the jobbers enhance your talent right but if you're mm-hmm. if you no longer have jobbers and your talent and your own talent are enhancing your other talent then your own talent are becoming jobbers and it's just like well that's not 100 percent great but uh you want you want you want yeah, everyone, you want everyone that's signed to the company to be like a threat for a title yeah that's fair i could see that and eric young you know at impact in tna used to be a threat wwe mm-hmm. kind of was a threat with sanity but now he's uh sane like He's a normal dude. I don't know. And now he and now he found his he sanity. Found his sanity. Um, I like Eric Young and that nostalgic factor. But what about Akira Tozawa? What is, what is Akira Tozawa? I think Akira Tozawa is a guy that more than Eric Young embodies embodies uh, the the name the the moniker future star. Uh, was I say you say with Akira Tozawa? You know, Eric Young is up there in years. Um. Uh, Akira Jazawa coming out of 205 Live, coming in, uh, having a possible WB opportunity. But then again, Drew Gulak's already in there. So is Cedric Alexander. We're throwing in another 205 Liver into the mix. Mm-hmm. No, maybe Eric Young is the move. Did I say Drew Gulak's in there? No, I did. He's not. Cut that out, please. <laughs> okay. You got it. I don't know how you'll cut that out. Uh,. I'll figure it out, I'm sure. Yeah, I'll just, I'll just give you a clean thing. Akira Tozawa is a 205 Liver. I mean, Cedric Alexander's already in there, so do we want to throw in another 205 Live guy into the mix with Akira Tozawa? I don't know. But, of course, he's he's a younger guy. Maybe he's a better opportunity. Eric Young, though, is a guy that you want to make sure that he is 
representative of you know not just he's not just a jobber he can win matches mm-hmm so any beside with all that said are you leaning towards anybody because I am uh, yeah it sounds it sounds like we're leaning towards um I don't know for me it sounds like we're leaning towards Akira here Ooh, it, I was gonna say I'm leaning towards Eric Young I'm Interesting. Eric Young. I, I hope that didn't come across too much, but uh, I think Eric Young. I think you're right. I like the idea that we want to showcase all of our people well and showcase that like everyone can be a threat. Do I personally see Eric Young winning this four, fatal four way at Survivor Series? No, right? And that's a but that's a person. Probably one. not. You, you can convince me otherwise, but personally, I don't see Eric Young getting an WB Championship opportunity. Um realistically speaking but at the same time it's the same thing of like if you're gonna have jobbers your jobbers need to win matches um especially if they're talent i'm not saying that jobbers need to win talent win matches but if they're talent if they're contracted talent if they're eric young he needs to at least win matches to showcase that he's still a threat now there's the thing of like i don't even know if eric young is still the company i'm not even sure i think he is I haven't seen him wrestling forever. I don't know if he's a producer. I don't know what's happening with him. But we're still going to use him because we don't know. So I'm going to keep Eric Young in. My vote's Eric Young. Okay. I guess let's do that then. Eric Young. Unless you feel strongly with Akira Tozawa now. Uh, I thought it would be good to get him a win, but like it's the same argument with Keith Lee, right? We have time. True. Eric Young, for me, could be like a good, like, you know, um, let, let Eric Young be maybe like the tim storm of this of this thing okay he's the he's the old vet that like he probably won't win it but you want to root for him and his and his mom do you do you watch nwa power mikey i watched an episode and a half (laughs) okay then you know what i'm talking about perfectly (laughs) actually all you need to do is watch one episode and you're already in yeah Okay, well, let's move on to the next segment. The next segi, that is, Mikey, what is it? Tell me what's happening. Next up, we have Shayna Baszler getting interviewed about Survivor Series and her upcoming triple threat. Naomi interrupts and tells Shayna that even though she's fighting on Team SmackDown at Survivor Series, she better not believe the women on this brand are going to give her a break and that she'll be gunning for that title and so will a lot of other women. Shayna says she'll... Shayna, blah, blah, blah. Shayna says she fights for Team Baszler and no one else, and whoever wants to step up and challenge me, they can. But when I beat them, they'll know who runs the division. And then she leaves. Oh my god. Fighting words across the bow to both parties. Oh yeah. Oh my god. Naomi's gunning for that title. Um, A lot of people feel like are really gunning for that Shayna Baszler title. Um... I don't know, like, you know what I mean? Like, I feel like it's, like, a, you know, Shayna Baszler, obviously. Naomi, Sasha Banks. Um, those are the two that I can think of <laughs> right off the bat. But I'm sure we can easily heat up more. I'm sure we could throw in Ember Moon and Asuka easily. Nikki Cross easily. Oh, yeah, for sure. Carmella easily. We can all throw in these extra people. He, but it's just like, man, people are gunning. People are gunning for that title. I'm loving it. Especially with what's the, what's the pay-per-view after this? That's a good question. Um, Survivor Series, then a very up until 
And January 12th is the Royal Rumble. And then after that, we got Elimination Chamber. Nice. So we got some. We got some time. We got some build. Yeah, we did. We have plenty of time to build. Yeah. Uh, okay, cool. Shayna Baszler, Naomi, heating it up. I'm liking it. Moving on to the next match, which is another Road to Survivor Series open challenge for the Pure, for both members of the Pure, Scott Dawson and Dash Wilder. You know, before the match, they come out and apologize for failing to showcase their wrestling talents last week. Um. They, of course, were distracted by the by an embarrassment of a tag team. They are back again with the Road to Survivor Series Open Challenge. The Pure, they want, they know that coming up, they know what's on the end of the road for them. The Pure says that Undisputed Era have an amazingly technical and powerful striking team in Bobby Fish and Kyle Riley. And Mustache Mountain are, sort of, to a certain extent, also that. Amazingly technical. Maybe more so technical than striking. Um... And they're excited. They're both amazing wrestlers. However, they aren't the best. And at Survivor Series, the Pure will prove that once again. But before Survivor Series, there is tonight. Who are their challengers? Who come out, Mikey? Otis and Tucker, Heavy Machinery. Nice. Blue, collar, strong. Come on out uh, to face the Pure and tag team action. Nice little back and forth. But at the end of the day... Uh, the Pure are going to get the victory here to keep building on to their match at Survivor Series. Mm-hmm. Um, and I'm, you know, I'm just going to say, let's say, Wilder pins. Hey, man. Sounds good to me. Yeah. Let's keep going. What's happening next? Next up, we have... The Miz, our main event, the Miz, oh, oh, right, sorry, next up we have Velveteen Dream talking about getting his shot at the WWE title when he wins the Future Stars opportunity. Backstage little promo, Velveteen Dream, who boy, Velveteen Dream's gunning for, you know, of the guys that are in it so far, Eric Young, Velveteen Dream, Cedric Alexander, Velveteen Dream's probably the favorite, right? Yeah, I think so. I feel like Velveteen Dream would also agree with that. Yeah. Velveteen Dream would agree with any praise he gets. That's probably accurate. Um, yeah, I would have to say Velveteen Dream is definitely the favorite heading into you know, this this Future Stars qualifier. He definitely wants it to be known that he is the favorite. Yeah. Uh, I'm liking it. I'm, like, I'm, liking that, I'm liking that confidence. Maybe it's cockiness. Who knows? It's definitely confidence. Probably. Well, then let's talk Definitely about- cockiness in a way. Yes. Let's talk about that main event. That main event, of course, The Miz versus Andrade with Zelina Vega by, by his side. After, the, of course, what happened on Miz TV last week, um, these two are going to duke it out in the ring. No championship or anything, right? Yeah. Um, I think this is just a straight-up match. Ask that is because the two are fighting over who deserves to challenge next for the, uh, this being a normal match. Um, would still sort of prove maybe who should challenge. So the, it's not official, but it's sort of like an unofficial normal. T- Let's talk about it. Miz versus Andrade with Zelina Vega. What is going to happen here, Mikey? There is. Oh, man, this is a big match. Big old main event. 
do we have Miz win in his first match back, or do we have Andrade win? Ooh, it is the Miz's first match back. Hmm. I didn't think. I forgot about that. I I feel like I forgot about that because I've been thinking that Miz is on the roster the entire time. Yeah. Uh, I keep forgetting that we have the Miz. I honestly just keep forgetting. That we have nobody because everybody keeps getting injured. Yeah. Gun to my head, I like the idea of the Miz winning. You know, he left as not really, hasn't realistically, hasn't been much of a threat since we've had him on our brand, you know, when we started the show. Because um, he's sort of been building up, he was building up Mike Kanellis, then he was building up Mojo Raleigh, and then he had that thing of Braun Strowman, and then that mm -hmm. ended, and then he got injured. So he hasn't really been, like, a, a threat for a title for a while, so maybe it's time for him to be a real threat for a title. Um, so maybe he should get the victory. Does that hurt Andrade? Yes. And that's not great. But this isn't an official normal contendership match. Um, you know, th there could be other people that get involved in the IC title game. Um, maybe maybe the match is a, 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 a gets to... But just straight up flat, um, Miz would be my pick. Assuming there aren't any um, wild crazy things that happen at the end here. My Miz would be my pick. Alright, I'll I'll go with you there. Which makes which which makes me ask, are there any crazy wild things that happen at the end of this? I don't know. I don't think so. I think we just let Miz have his win on his first match back and just let him celebrate. That's true. We'll let do that. We gotta, he, we're also putting him over as a face, so having him try to get a big face comeback. I feel like it's a face comeback victory, you know? Like, he's he's losing for the first half for quite a bit, and then uh, he gets the comeback and he wins it. Mm-hmm. You could say. Well, then, perfect. This match is... Car this match and, yeah, I'm excited. I'm excited. Mikey, yeah. how are you feeling about Survivor Series building up already? I'm feeling good. I think it's looking... The card's looking insane. The card's looking great. It's going to be an awesome show. And we also, next week... Uh, we have the Go Home Show next week. Preview matches for next week to keep our audience teased. Yeah, let's do it. We can do that. Okay, we've got another Road to Survivor Series Open Challenge with the Pure. I'm not going to say they're the challenging, but it's going to be the Pure. <laughs> All right. We got an we got another another women's qualifying match for the Survivor Series team. We have Zelina Vega versus a mystery opponent. Oh, baby. We got another Future Stars Eliminator with Drew Gulak taking on Drewy Gooks taking on Apollo Crews. And you know what? I'm going to say it right now. Our main event, another men's qualifying match for the, for the last spot on the Men's Survivor Series team, Roman Reigns versus Drew McIntyre. That's a main event right there, my boy. That's a match right there. Drewy Max, Drewy Gooks. I'm loving it. Series team ever. Oh, for sure. Jesus Christ. Owens, Brian, Ali, Cesaro, and either McIntyre or Reigns. That is insane. Incredible. Uh, but that's not it, Mikey. Of course, like I said at the top of the show, we want to make this as realistic as possible. The best way to do that is with the help of the randomizer, the gods that look down upon us. The randomizer helps and hurt us, mostly hurts us. Um, but we'll see what happens, I guess. In this episode, Mikey, 
Uh, all hail the randomizer. I believe it's your turn. Oh, boy. Do you want to roll that beast? Yep, let's do it. All right, Ryan. We got a 2K outcome. Oh! 2K outcomes, of course, are we're rolling a D whatever. That matches out 2K 18, because I don't think either of us have the latest one. I have 19. 19 is the latest one. Oh, then perfect. It's like 19? I'll take your word for it. I don't know. I well, don't know. 2K 20 is the latest one, but we don't talk about that. Oh, well, 2K19. That's what I'm talking about. 2K19 is what I meant to say. Uh, simulating 2K19 because 2K20 is garbage. We don't talk about 2K20. I guess. Uh, well, then, we got uh, we got five matches here, Mikey. Do you have a... I was going to say a D5, but those don't exist, do they? No, they do not. Rolling a D5, then. <laughs> I'm ex- This has wild potential. Yes, it does. Um, I rolled a D5, which got us a three. Eric Young, Akira Tozawa. Match number three gets a pick. So, uh, what a match. Uh, I guess we have to, before we end the show, Mikey, we have to uh, simulate that match. We have to know what happens. Yeah. Okay. Well, then we'll be right, but we'll go simulate that match. Uh, to watch to watch that match, go to our YouTube channel. I'm gonna go to our YouTube channel, hit the books podcast, uh, subscribe while you're at it, and go check out that match. Go listen to the match. We'll be right back with that uh, with the results. boy mikey we are back from the 2k outcome from the match of eric young versus akira if you want like we said at the beginning of this if you want to watch that match highly recommend you do that was a surprisingly important match to watch yeah it was it turned out to be quite quite the interesting uh quite the interesting match we had uh if so if you want to uh, uh watch go watch that matchup uh, i highly recommend you do uh, so uh, go to our YouTube channel, Hit the Books Podcast, and you can see that there. We'll have links of it on our Twitter at Hit the Books Pod and everywhere you can. Uh, but we have to talk about the result, of course, because that's our booking podcast here, Mikey. So what was the result? So the result was Akira Tozawa snuck the victory out and ended up beating Eric Young in the uh, Future Stars qualifier. And more things happen after that, and we won't explain it, but uh, definitely things happen after that. Definitely important to watch. But the result that we need to know here that the record books will show is that Akira Tozawa defeated Eric Young and goes on to face Velveteen Dream and Cedric Alexander at Survivor Series, along with one other person, but in, into that fatal foray at Survivor Series. Mikey, what are your thoughts on that? Um, It was... It was... It was great. It was a good match. Um, I'm very excited to see this Fatal 4-Way, and I'm very excited to see who else qualifies. Um, thoughts on Akira Tozawa now being part of it? I mean, we, of course, re- re- we originally chose Eric Young, um, but now Akira Tozawa has replaced him. Uh, I don't mind. I don't mind it at all. I think it's a good replacement. Um, I know we were totally okay with either of them winning. Uh, we had our reasons for Eric Young at first, but... I think Akira Tozawa can definitely make uh, a big impact in that Fatal 4-Way. 
Yeah. Oh my God. Again, highly recommend. We're still, I mean, you might be able to hear it. We're still off the high. That was that match. Honestly, yeah. definitely recommend watching it. Nonstop adrenaline fueled. It was, it was wild. I'll be honest. Uh, <laughs> I cannot hype it up enough. That was, it was insane to watch. Uh, so definitely go to our hit YouTube channel, hit the books podcast to go listen to it or go watch it. Um, yeah. And that's it for this episode. Uh, that was the randomizer poll was 2K outcomes. So like we said, subscribe to our YouTube channel, Hit the Books Podcast. Follow us on Twitter at Hit the Books Podcast um, for more sort of content, uh, wrestling content. Um, uh, what else? What else, Mikey? Uh, you can follow us on our uh, YouTube channel, like Ryan said, and our Twitter and all of those fun things where we do our 2K outcome to do all, all we do all of our reviews also on our YouTube channel of uh, anything AEW, all of the pay-per-views, and definitely the big five of WWE, Survivor Series, Royal Rumble, all that stuff. In 2020 coming up, we have Mikey's Indie 500, where I will be watching 500 indie matches, and we need your suggestions, please. Yeah, definitely suggest those away, suggest those ahoy. You use that suggestion box by uh, tweeting out, hashtag HTB 500 and get those match independent wrestling match recommendations in. Uh, you can also subscribe to the podcast on the podcast app or anywhere else, uh, Stitcher, Spotify, uh, where anywhere else podcasts can be found. Subscribe to the podcast feed of your choice and subscribe to this show. So you can get, listen to all the more stuff that's coming down the pipeline. We have our spinoff show system check. We got a uh, full gear around the corner. So system check. We'll have a bonus episode uh, tomorrow today. There'll be a t- today. If it's not out already, uh, today, there'll be a bonus episode of System Check. So subscribe to this podcast feed. You'll get that uh, and prep yourself for all Elite Wrestling's full gear. But we don't just talk about AEW. We also talk about WWE. So, of course, we'll of course. have some reviews and whatnot around the corner. We can't forget, we can't forget where we came from. <laughs> no, we cannot. Uh, so Survivor, as soon as Survivor Series turns around at the end of November, we'll certainly get a review for that. So uh, subscribe so you can get that, those reviews as well. And if you like what you heard today, leave a review. Leave a five-star or more review. Of course, we record all of these inside the Tokyo Dome. So you can only give five or more stars to yep. each We are We are in a, at a hidden location inside the Tokyo Dome where security will never find us. No. Uh, do And security will never find us. But I cannot stress enough, do not let Rocky Romero know about where we are. He will be very upset to find out where we are. So I will stress just a little bit. Don't let Rocky Romero find out where we are. I greatly stress that. Or so help me God, uh, we will be dead. Uh, but yes. in the hands of of funky style, <laughs> funky style, <laughs> sneaky style. That's his name. I don't give a crap. <laughs> I don't care. I would turn heel on Rocky Romero. <coughs> <coughs> I lost my voice, Mikey. Close out the show. All right. Uh, well, that's all for this week's episode of Hit the Books. Uh, remember to leave us those six stars, leave us a review. Um, and I guess I have two words for you. Book it. <laughs>